ghost. Right. He was always breaking Tasha's heart <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. amongst your heart and many others. Yeah, he he wanted to break in Angela's heart. I, should, <laughs> I told you, Angie, you should have listened to me. Yeah. All right, we need to do a formal introduction. Okay. Yeah, we this got- is this is the queen, man. Like this is Ooh. this is the queen of like of our universe. This mm-hmm. is my mama. Oh. Like, like I'm, I'm glad like- you remember. <laughs> That's what's up. Day one OG Naturi Nan is in the building. Hey. And yeah, we're super excited to have you. So thank yeah. you so much for thank coming on. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Of course, I'm excited of course. to to do this BT Awards weekend. Oh, yes. out here. Yes. You know? We were, we're celebrating Black Excellence. Exactly. This no, thank y'all for having me. Of course. I, so I watched the pilot of Power two nights ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to watch the first episode again. I watched the first like three episodes. Like you were so that. good in that pilot. Really? Like, oh my God. I remember Gosh, just being I need like, to watch this, this again. This seems specifically when um, when you were watching Ghost go up to uh, Angela. And and your oh. reaction, like, he's coming over to me. And then you see oh my him. Gosh, that was like the first heartbreak. Mm-hmm. So heartbreaking. You were so good in that scene. I was like, damn. Oh, thank you. You see was... it in the eyes, like, right. Yeah. Oh, right. gosh. Ghost, right. he was always breaking Tasha's heart <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. amongst your heart and many others. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to break in Angela's heart. I, should, <laughs> I told you, Angie, you should have listened to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, that pilot was one of actually my audition scenes. Like some mm. of those scenes in the pilot, the, there's a scene. I don't know if it's episode three or something where I say, you got me going into that bank looking like Boo Boo the Fool. Was it Boo Boo the Clown or Boo Boo? No, it's Boo Boo the Fool. And she says because basically all the money was gone and he didn't tell her he used it for the club. Right. So that was really like interesting that you watch that because when I see it, I'm looking at this version of myself. I don't know. It's like a decade ago, like pre having a baby, pre being married. Pre me being locked up, right, you know, right, Tasha's right, not, right. Uh, not really locked up. <laughs> For those who are watching this, is free. Yeah. Tasha is not, yeah. but you know, it went sick. But it's interesting because it's been a long journey. So right. when I look back at like those shows and look at how like small he it's used so to be, crazy. I was literally like he was smaller than me. Remember, you guys used to be like, oh, I'm gonna be taller than you, and we used to like, you know, see who's the tallest. I was like, you're gonna be taller than me in a year, and look at. Yeah, we should have did. We should have did Michael's. Uh, um, you like, know when you write the, the thing the at Steiner Studios of Michael. Oh, we should have totally yeah. did that. that would have been so dope. Like the kids, you know <laughs> right. how you go to an old house and you see like. Yeah. Yeah, it happened really fast, but yeah. so that, so let's start from the beginning, from like your acting, like how you got into it, and then we'll kind of get into power and like sure, and stuff like that. So like, yeah, because the people gotta know. Yeah, people I'm gotta curious. know the origin story of everything. Oh, right. they okay. gotta know. They gotta know the story. Okay, of everything. okay. So how, how young were you when you're like, okay, I I want to do this, or I, this could be a, a career for me. Um, how young was I? Well, I started as a singer. Yeah, it was I was, music first. Yeah, music first. I was always like a musician, a right. singer, an artist, and I was like five years old. I started singing in my church. Everybody was like, you you know, you should definitely do music. Right. But I was obsessed with Whitney Houston, so I was like, I want to be a singer, actress. Like, Bodyguard inspired me so much. Mm. So for me, I was always looking at my career like I could do it all. I never want to be one-dimensional. Right. I want to be a triple threat, so thank God right. I am. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, and so 
I guess around five. And then I started doing, you know, talent shows. I started like singing the national anthem at the uh, New Jersey Nets. By the way, guys, Brooklyn Nets used to be the Jersey Nets for yes, all those yes, who don't fact. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Jers, East Orange, what up? That's where you're from, you're from? Yeah, yes, yeah, born yeah. and raised, nice. so, you know, I feel like Michael's like, yeah, I know, I know your whole <laughs> life story. Um, but yeah, so I come from Jersey, and then um, I sang the national anthem for a New Jersey Nets game, and somebody heard me, and then they asked me to try out for a girl group, and the girl group was, at the time, called Little Women, and then I got a record deal for 3LW yeah, with and, Sony and Epic, wow. 15. Damn! Yeah, you know, like, I'm just baby. now, fi- like, just now, like, Realizing that three LW is three little one. <laughs> I'm so slow. Whoa. I'm just now recognizing. A like, lot of people were late to that. And I'm, I'm like, like Hello. I just like because it just like it just rolls off the tongue like three LW. It just sounds like so. I just never three really thought of like women. what it would be. I just it just sounded no, so good. So you I was know, like, it's funny. LW, the only LW. reason we came up with three LW is because mm. we couldn't call ourselves Little Women because of the book and there's a movie. Mm. Right. You know, so Little Women was so iconic. Mm-hmm. So then there was like rights issues. So then we the label was like, you know, you got to figure it out because one of our first posts was actually three little women before we came out mm. and then we changed it to three of them. That's fine. Three of them. Right. Which yeah, is way cooler that's anyway. That sounds That's awesome. Yeah, cool. it was yeah, like, yeah. Three of sounds fine. So yeah, and I then like we got a record deal and then I literally left high school. I didn't even finish, I finished sophomore year and then I was on the You road. were like, please <laughs> like, like, All my friends were like, wait a minute, are you going to go to calculus with us? Nah, I, 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 I gotta go sing. I gotta go to the studio. I'm about to be on a TRL tour with Eve and Nelly and St. Lunatics. But let me know how fifth period goes. Yes. See ya. No, it was dope. That's awesome. So then, how long how long were you touring? How long were you doing all that until you kind of really um, get, got into acting or maybe someone approached you? Yeah, so I did stuff with the group, 3LW, mm-hmm. and then I was touring, like, for years, I, most of my teenage years. And then, like, I graduated from high school through, like, SYP, which is called School for Young Performers. Mm-hmm. It's basically a tutoring program. I'm sure you got right. you know about yeah, it. Yeah, I had to be tutored to finish school. I didn't get to, like, go to graduation. I missed my prom. Yeah, I ain't go to no prom. Yeah, graduation. I'm, like, I mean, really bummed about prom, it. I didn't have my own graduation. Yeah, and you're still, like, you're young. Like, you still, did you get to go to a prom, though? For, yeah, I've been, I've been to two For somebody prom. else's, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I've been to two Michael's proms. everyone's dream prom date. I, I mean, mean I went yeah, to, you can still go to prom, like, right now. I went to niece's prom, actually. Oh, that's right. Dope. Yeah, oh my gosh, that was beautiful. Was I saw that and yeah. I was like, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Um, but no, so I didn't get to do any of those things. So after touring, I got into acting later, like maybe, I don't know, in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, I was auditioning for a musical hairspray while I was in college. It's Broadway. Um, right? Yes. Broadway. Mm-hmm. So I booked that, and I was like 22 years Damn. old. Oh, so you did a Broadway run. That's incredible. Yes, of course, for three years. Oh, I didn't know that. That's oh, incredible. Oh, look at that. We're yeah. discovering so much about That's each other. Hell yeah. That's actually where That's I kind of segued into acting. Mm. Because I always tell people, like, theater is the best place to learn yeah, how like, to do it all. When you do theater, like, you really got to learn how to just not be afraid to try shit. Like, yeah. you really have to just step out of your And comfort there's a live zone. audience and there. And it's a live, exactly. And they're like, not going to lie to you. If the shit ain't funny, mm-hmm. it ain't funny. Excuse me. I was like, but if it's not good, mm, you don't yeah. get the reaction. Yeah, if it's good, you get to. So a live audience is the is a good telling you know way to know if your art is good. Right. And Hairspray was my first like big gig. And I left college. I'm actually a college dropout, guys. Mm. I never told anybody this. <laughs> um, but Exclusive. yes, co- yeah, college it? dropout. <laughs> But I left school, not with the intention of dropping out. I actually left, like, 
Junior year, I was like straight A student, top of my class. I was going to be a lawyer. I went to school for political science, random information. I should have represented myself as Tasha. Uh, maybe maybe my case, because Davis McLean is so shady that maybe I would have been okay if, you know. If I had read myself. But anyway, in real life, though, I actually thought about being a lawyer. So this was after you you toured? Yeah. You wanted to be a lawyer? I was back in college, and people were like, weren't you the girl that was just driving the BMW, uh, you know, on No More video? And I was like, yeah, but it wasn't my car. I'm totally broke. Um, (laughs) But that's also the sad part of, like, the music industry. Like, I didn't make the money that people thought I made, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have anything. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a house. I was back in East Orange living with my parents literally while the song was like the number one on the TRL countdown, number one on 106 and Park. We were we were all uh, over the world, but I had ten thousand dollars to my name. It's so that crazy. That goes to show how much yeah. like the music business changed like during like throughout the time. Yeah. Like now it's like artists like it's so easy for artists to like get control of like their own their, shit. Their yeah. own shit. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was all labels. Well, it's a lot yeah. more independent. Yeah, independence. Yeah. Back yeah. then, you couldn't. Put now out, streaming services, tune yeah, core, stuff right. like that. You so got to have a label mm-hmm. at that time. You yeah. were like, okay, so. All right, let's take a quick little break from this episode. Let's talk about our friends at Money Lion. Money Lion! They've been rolling in, bro. The yep. money's been rolling in. We got people, a lot of money coming. People are signing up, so you know what that means? More money in the jar. Money. Yeah, how much money we got in the jar so far? I think like, it's like, the, we got a couple of thousand more. We put in our, we put we put in in our, our five. Ten bin, and we put in our 10 bins, you know, five, five, five. And then, you know, we got a good amount of signing up so far, so. But guess what? Well, uh, we're giving out money today. Oh, we giving out We money. promised we were giving out money. We are giving out We're going to be giving out money to people who sign up. Make sure that they have their roar tag. So um, we're excited to start uh, giving out some money. To you yes, guys. sir. Yes, sir. I saw yo, bro. Who's the who's the first winner? Who's the first lucky person to get some f- get some bread from us? The first person ever on the crew has it to get some money from Money Lion mm-hmm. is Roar Tag Ray Bro Forty Nine. Uh, Interesting roar tag, but um, <laughs> you just won $175. Yes, sir, my boy. So you could go get some kicks, go get some gas for your car, go get some you know groceries, whatever you want to do. Make sure you spend it wisely. Dude, but I feel at the like end of the day, Money Lion got you. You'll get $170 <laughs> from Money Lion. You'll get 20 You know what I mean? It's I ain't gonna lie, it's, it's a, a good, good feeling, feeling, right? We do, we do that every time we give out some money to people. Damn, I gotta load my shit up a little more. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, yo, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we got next? Clutch. Clutch. He won $200. $200? 200 beans. Oh, like, hold on. to make it rain for the boy. Listen, man. Thank you, Money Lion. Listen, man. We giving back to the supporters, man. So we got the two. We got two winners out the yeah. way. Who's our third? Right our now? third one is MG Kimby. Okay. With one hundred eighty-five dollars. Okay. Oh! Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like Money Lion's kind of like our sugar daddy. They're yeah. like, if we just want some shoes, yeah. pop. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> they like, here we got you. We got you. Shout out to Money Lion. So we got four winners, Mike. We got two left. Who, who's next? I ain't gonna lie, bro. The, this winner right here, he got the bag. Well, how much? $230, man. $200. Capital P861, $230, man. Bro! He's running it up, Woo! bro. He's running it up. All right, so this is our final winner. Uh-huh. Brown skin tea. Ooh, damn. She sound fire. <laughs> <laughs> how much she win? She won $210. Damn. I ain't gonna lie. They really running it up, bro. Yeah. First week? Damn. And Moneyline is the best app for the money. If you want to, you know, invest, if you want to budget, you want to do save, anything. Anything you want to do when it comes to money, use Moneyline. And make sure you download the Moneyline app and use the promo code The Crew Has It. We're giving out free money, baby. Ah, oh, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so that situation taught me a lot. But um, after I left school, I did hairspray. Best decision of my life, by mm. the way. 
I love theater for all you theater kids out mm-hmm. there. And <laughs> I was just say, like, like was it, was it nerve wracking? Like the first, like so the first fun. time you stepped into it. Like, oh, very. Yeah. Like the very first time the curtain came up, I never forget. Oh, yeah. My opening night was April 6, two thousand and four. Wow. Um. Yeah, I think it was two thousand and four, and I remember seeing all those people in the lights, something like, you know, your heartbeat pounding. It's yeah. different because <laughs> I knew you can't really mess up. Yeah. Like, I was like, I got to hit these marks. <laughs> and then there's props moving. And so it was definitely like a learning experience, yeah. but it was the best way to think on your feet. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be able to improv, if you want to be able to do things, theater is the best way. That's a massive And that's actually that without an agent. I got that job without an agent. Oh, that's fine. Without a manager. Just... My ex-boyfriend had like submitted my picture and resume at the time and Bernard Telsey Casting called me in for an audition and I got it. That's Damn, fine. Damn, that that's is but so I, dope. I really wasn't even a real actress at the time. I had mm-hmm. no agency. Right. So. That's crazy. So, and then, and so, like, no prior, like, experience really either, right? Before that. Not happened. really. Like, I had more experience on stage. Yeah, like, you know, stage, like, re- you know, you know performing. And, yeah. and the one thing I learned as a singer is kind of similar. Right. In, I mean, not for everybody, but I would say as an actress, you can segue your art as a performer and singing into what you do as an actor. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it takes the same vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It takes the same openness. And performing a song, you think about it, it's like a monologue. Mm-hmm. It just happens fact, to have a melody. That it's the same thing. And it's a little easier to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you got like, the beat, you got I'm really good at memorizing my yeah, lines. Yeah, like, yeah. I can I can memorize, like, probably anything you show me, like, right now. Yeah, I could, crazy. I will yeah. remember things when I leave here. It's mm. weird. I have a photograph. Omari had that, too. Yeah. I think sometimes I can, like, see it in my head. But melody has an interesting way. Oh, yeah. Even in lines, if you say, a, like, if you have a long speech, yeah. make it a melody and be yeah, like, you, you, you know like I'm tired of you, ghost. She didn't know me. <laughs> I'm about to leave, leave, leave. Hey. Like, whatever it is, right, right, if you yeah. think of it as melodic, you can yeah. probably master it. I think that's why, like, when I was when I was young and I was filming my Italian movie, I think that's why it was, like, easy for me to learn the lines because it was, like, like, speaking the language was kind of like a... It kind of felt nice? like I was like singing, like it felt yeah, like I was just Italian like it was like a rhythm, like that. and then like beautiful. I come from like playing piano, so it was just like rhythm and just oh, like shoot, I don't I know. So, you, you play yeah, piano? Yeah, yeah, I used to play oh, used like to a play lot. Like, yeah, when I was little, I learned. You that, have yeah. perfect piano hands. Can y'all zoom in on this man? Yeah, Michael's hair? got great hands. He's got great hands. <laughs> I don't even got the fresh manicure right now. But, but like good. these hands, are piano hands, full Italian. He's fluent in Italian. People don't know that. No, I do. He did a whole movie. But I've never wait. Can you give us a little something? What would you say to a girl if you were trying to holler at her in, in um, Italy? You see a nice little stand out Italian girl? I'm yeah. the girl. What, what do you got? Okay, say? Well, let's do it. I don't say I could look at you and do it, but I, <laughs> I, I, you gotta be like, Ciao Bella. Cool. Style. Like, how you doing, yeah. beautiful? You know what I'm saying? And then you gotta be like, Feel me? She gonna say whatever. Like, you gotta let her know you speak Italian, but feel me? Oh, you I, speak Italian? Keep going, keep going. Me, so I, I, I really do speak Italian, but I forgot a lot of words. So I'll be like, <laughs> Posso parlare un po' di italiano, però ho dimenticato un po' di parole. And it means like, I forgot a few. I can speak Italian, but, but I forgot, I forgot a, few a few things. So, so you know a little so like, yeah. Ooh. That blows my mind. I took well, Italian for like two years. Well, she's already like into it. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. Okay, I'll go home with you. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't, right? No, but that's really dope to pick up a language. And that, like you said, Italian kind of helps you understand your lines because like everything rhythm. is rhythm right. everything yes. everything right. is rhythm so sure. yeah so then after after Broadway was there more music or you just kind of pivoted totally into acting um I wanted to do more music uh-huh. um I'm actually like doing more music now again I'm like coming music is kind of like always been a through line even mm. like the movies and shows that I happen to book mm. always have some right. form like even the show I just did mm. music I'm 
for some reason, people think I'm a rapper. <laughs> and like, I've been Little Kim, I've been Jill the Thrill. Yeah. I'm literally always doing something musical. Right. So I guess that means that music is always going to be kind of you. a part music of my life. Music is following you. But after Hairspray, I was kind of like bruised by the music business. I mean, to be honest, the whole situation with the group, I, it left me scarred. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I am done with the music business. I am so not like not trying to do it. So then I was like, I'm going to be a full-blown actor. Like, because mm-hmm. they actually get paid on time. Yep. There's I was like, there's a union. The SAG protects them. I felt like as a musical artist, no one protects young artists. Like, oh, yeah. They claim yeah, that nah. there's hours nobody cares. You could be in a studio working your ass off. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. You could like work over something. I'm like, nobody, I mean, I'm not trying to say nobody cares, but that's just how it was for me. I'm not saying that that's the way it is now. But anyway, so I was like, I'm going to be an actor because I really enjoy making people react, the feeling that people get when you do a scene. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I wound up getting an agent who saw me in Hairspray, and they were like, there's this movie about Biggie Smalls that they're doing called Notorious, and, and you know, they... I'm going to audition. And I was like, to play who? And they were like, you're going to audition to play Little Kim. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, um, me? <laughs> I'm very confused because I went to Catholic school. Yeah. I'm like a totally different. And I had never rapped before in my life, like mm. ever. I was a singer. So you know how like singers look at it as like, I'm a singer. I don't rap. And then mm. I realized rapping takes a lot more breath control, uh-huh. a lot more work. I had a whole nother response for rapping after I did it. I was like, this shit is hard. Right. Um, but yeah, so then I, my agent made me go to the audition and I sucked. I actually sucked at my first audition. <laughs> so you bombed the audition completely? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, it, I don't know about bombed, but for some reason they saw something in me. I'll be honest. The casting directors, Twinkie Bird and Wendy McKenzie, mm-hmm. Here in New York, I go in, then they're like, can you do a verse, uh, you know, I think it was all about the Avengers, wanna rumble with the B, huh? Mm-hmm. Psst, throw a hex on a whole family. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it that well. Uh-huh. I was like, I knew the song, but I didn't know all the like cadences and I didn't have the voice. And I had a much higher pitched voice back then, by mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> like, I sound more womanly as, you know, as we grow. Mm-hmm. But I used to talk like, oh my gosh, like I was just on, I was, yeah. in, I was on Broadway. <laughs> and so I went, I was like, when I rumble with the B, huh? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not it. I'm gonna have to bring it down. Mm-hmm. So then they saw something in me and were like, okay, your acting is really good, but we can work on it. Cause you can teach anybody mm-hmm. anything right, right. if they're willing to learn. If they're willing. So the casting director was like, um, we're gonna work with you, go home, practice, let's learn these rhymes, deepen your tone, get nasty with it. Cause I'm very conservative. A mm-hmm. lot of people think I'm like wild and crazy and sexual because mm-hmm. they watch power. And I'm like, I'm really not. All mm-hmm. them sex scenes were very hard for me, people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I came back and I killed the second audition and they were like, all right, we're going to do a chemistry read and then a camera test. I went through like four auditions to get that part. So it was uh, an acting scene and you had to rap. You had Oh to yeah, do multiple acting mm-hmm. scenes. Mm-hmm. I had three like very pivotal acting scenes and then um, two raps, all about the Benjamins and Get Money. Damn. And Get Money was really fun. I wound up... Get Money. That became, yeah. like, one of the iconic scenes. By the way, that almost got cut from the movie. A lot really? of people don't know that. George Tillman Jr., shout out to George, our director. And we work with George, mm-hmm. you know, um, George Tillman. So... George calls me and was like, they are saying we're not going to have time to shoot that scene. Like the big performance scene with Kim and Junior Mafia, Mm -hmm. Get Money, you know, was huge. And they said that we had to 
keep our days. We were over. You know how right. it is. Yeah. So basically, it was like, we can't, you know, do this to the crew, the time. If we get to do it, you're going to have to get it in one take, Naturi, and live. And it's an entire performance. So he had four cameras, like one behind, like one inside. It was so many cameras. And I was like, I can do it. I'll do it. I was like, please don't cut the scene because the, the network, I mean, not the network, the studio, Fox Searchlight was like, we just don't have time. Right. Um, and I was like, just give me like one take. <laughs> and I did that whole thing all the way through in one take with a mic live. <laughs> and they used no the whole motion. thing. The whole thing became one of the scenes that literally to this day when she's like spreading her legs in this bikini and I'm walking around and we shot that at the Highline Ballroom. It was a bunch of fans, um, like actual real Biggie fans were in the audience. They went crazy. I actually started feeling like I was like transcending Um, because it was very iconic. But the fans went, they were like, that's really Kim right there, Little Kim. And, you know, much respect to Little Kim. I never try to step into big shoes. She's an icon. I I have nothing but love. And I've always respected her. So to me, I just wanted to give it all I had. Mm. So that one take was like my one chance. Like Eminem says, you got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow my first movie. And I and that That's was it. Incredible. Did you ever talk to Kim like prep like when you were? I wanted for the movie? to. Yeah, I, I tried to. I wanted to talk to her. I think there was like a lot of lines crossed mm-hmm. with her manager, and then production. They uh, said there was different emotions surrounding it. Right. I get it. Yeah. It's totally. hard when you have someone playing you, mm-hmm. but. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to her, but I did a lot of research. I studied her. I wanted to make sure I had the cadence, her walk, her movements. I worked with choreographers and different things. Like every little move was just about flair and sexiness. And that's what I wanted to do. And I wanted to make her vulnerable because she wasn't just a rapper. She was a human being. Mm, So I have fun. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So then do, any projects leading up to when power happened or you heard about power or you, Ooh, you did yeah, stuff? Yeah, it was a long road to get to power because right, right. Little Kim Notorious was 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a, damn, it's been like, what, what, how many, what yeah, year is 13 it? 13 years. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. About, yeah, 22, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Not that many. No, not that many. Was it 20? What, what, what year is it now? It's 2022. Oh, it's 2022. Yeah, I was like, wait. It wasn't 22 years ago. I'd be 50. No, no, no. 2022. I was like, whoa. No, but it definitely makes me realize how much work I had to do. And this is for all the people who, I'm honored. <laughs> and and I'm sure you guys feel the mutual love oh, back to me because what? at the end of the day, we all had to fight to be where we yeah. are. So my journey, yeah, a lot of sacrifice. My journey was after that, mm. I decided to drive my car from Jersey. I used to live in Jersey, mm. like I said, with my parents. I drove across country with my boyfriend at the time, and I decided to um, move to L.A. Smart. I love LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I hate it. (laughs) Shit is mad whack. Um, (laughs) LA is only good when you're young and you first get there. Right. Try. Seven years. I, I lived there for seven years. I've been there about eight now. And I, oh, okay. I still love it, but I do, do six yeah, months yeah. here, so okay. I kind of get like... So you're kind of really bi-coastal, oh, which yes. is six really months, dope. Six months, exactly. Okay, well yeah. then I guess that's kind of okay. You get a break from it. I tried yeah. to do it like that, but then it was just too hard physically. Mm. But anyway, so I moved to L.A., and I was like, ooh, I'm in L.A., yeah, right. I got a movie. <laughs> I'm about to kill it, y'all. Yeah. Um, and then I booked Fame, a movie called Fame, a mm-hmm. remake of the iconic movie with Irene Cara. Um, so I did that, and it was MGM, so I'm thinking, like, oh, I've made it. Right. 
it wasn't really like that. It was like, oh, in silence. Um, right, right. So you know how that, that mm -hmm. is. And as actors, we have to know that sometimes you have a hot moment, a hot season, right. mm -hmm. and then a chilled out, cool season. Uh, so that's when I started really like working on my craft. I was actually writing a pilot. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, studying. I wanted to be a director. I was taking classes, even acting classes. I was still in acting classes throughout my like, you know, entire. I took Ivana Chubby classes right. in LA. That's what, and that's what yeah. Matt did too. Yeah, and it was good for me because I, when I got my chance, I wanted to be ready. I didn't want to be like, oh, here's your opportunity, and then I'm like not measuring up to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, LA was cool. It was good. It did what it's supposed to do, but I didn't work for like two years, yeah. and that was a challenge I had a little bit of a, a state where I was a little depressed I yeah, think or just happens. emotionally because yeah. I felt like everything I got close to was like oh you're not this you're you know too dark or you're not dark enough you know if it's for the African you're not African enough you're right. not this enough and if I was always playing you know it's always like something always like some and it's yeah. like well the role literally said short petite black woman <laughs> on me right, but right. then they'll be like we went in a different direction she's five foot ten right. and <laughs> curly hair yeah <laughs> so anyway Long story short, that's just the business, though. Like, that's right. what we deal with. And I think um, I had to learn the hard way. Like, it doesn't just happen overnight. And so I started just, like, studying my craft and waited for... Other things did pop up in between, like Mad Men, the Playboy Club. Right. Um, I did a lot of period pieces, which nice. was really cool. Mad Men was a huge deal because it was like a hit show at that time. How many episodes did you do Mad Men? Just one. Oh, nice. Just but one you, yeah, guest star. But I was the first African-American who was cast in a non-service role. Like all the <laughs> roles were maids right. or, um, mm. you know, like workers right. and I was a love interest they had mm. never had like a black woman be that yeah. for Lane Price I was a, a, a playboy bunny um, and then I got to show the playboy club so different things happen right. But they just kept getting canceled yeah. like mm. I did a show with Jennifer Love Hewitt called the client list mm -hmm. on uh, lifetime Really fun. I uh, just didn't last for more than like one or two seasons um, I think I did one season and different things in L.A. were coming together, but they couldn't stick. And that was kind of stressful because right. I was like, I just need one job yeah. to because it's not always about the actor. It's about the, the producers, of course. the yeah. writers, mm -hmm. like the whole package. Yes. And I was in my apartment. I had a one bedroom apartment in North Hollywood. I'll never forget my agents calling me. It was like, there's this show that 50 cents is doing. 50 cents. 50 cents. <laughs> uh, or they, or they, they try and be cool. like, Fitty. Yeah. Like, oh, 50 cents. It's like, that, all right. That one always yeah. annoys me. Yeah. yeah. Like, like please cent. don't yeah. call me Fitty. All right, Brandon. All right, relax. Yeah. Fitty cents. That's cent. really funny. Just call him yeah. Curtis, okay? Yeah. Yeah. What do we got? Let's do that. That's actually hilarious. I know the episode's been great, but we got to shout out our friends at Via Hemp. Um, dude, this season has been long and stressful. Right? Like my blood pressure is like Dude, he's got 19 love interests. He's stressed out, I'm stressed out. It's like what's a lot the to fuck? juggle, man. It's a lot to juggle. It's tough. So you know what you need is via hemp. You got the CBD gummies, uh everything. You know, if you wanna if you wanna uh chill out, if you wanna be energized, if you wanna uh, maybe fall asleep and you know pretend uh pretend that you weren't hooking up with someone else, Michael. Um what do you mean by that, bro? No, I'm just I just mean like sometimes like you have girls come over at night and then the girl that you're talking to, you're just like, Yeah, I fell asleep, but we all know you're not asleep. You took you took me a hemp. I mean, listen, sometimes <laughs> you know like, you gotta just like 
Gotta just relax, bro. So you can't can't use your energy all the time. You know? right. just take a little via hem, kick right. back, throw the feet up. You know what I'm saying? Just maybe have a rub your your tummy or something. Right. You know, like have like massage your hair. Or <laughs> right. some shit. I feel like you and I are like opposite sides of what via hemp is. Mm. I'm flow state. I'm like you know energy yeah. this that. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely cloud nine. Yeah, you. Cloud I'm definitely nine. cloud nine. Chill. Out. Chill. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A little THC in the, in the mix. You probably don't got no THC in your mix. I, I got some THC in my shit. <laughs> Make sure you use the promo code CREW at VIIAHemp.com. Support the boys. Off. Help us keep the lights on. Help us, you know. Uh, yeah, help us, you know. Bring in some fire guests. Flow, you know what I'm saying? None of this shit is cheap. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, right. You know what I'm saying? Got to get the lights. Got to get the cameras. Got to get the microphone. Got to get all of that. And Actually. back to the episode. Um, so then I was like, yeah, 50s, you know, since doing a show and Courtney Kemp, um, David Noller at the time, Anthony Hemingway. I was like, ooh. And Vicky Thomas was casting it. Mm-hmm. And out of L.A., I remember Vicky, I was so nervous. That audition also went kind of weird. My phone went off in my very first power audition. No way. And Courtney was just like, it's okay, just get it and silence it. Like, yeah. I was so, this never happened. That's so unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, like, you know how that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, like, I, I, it who it's, is It's happened in our table reads sometimes. Yeah. Like, people be pissed they have it in our table reads. So that shit stressed me out. I was like, I'll be like, no, because in an audition, I you're supposed to. I would have left, came back, introduced myself again, and like, started over. <laughs> Actually, ironically, that's similar to like sort of what happened. Really? Not exactly that, but what happened was I was so nervous. Mm. I must have forgot to put my phone aside, and this is like when iPhones were like semi-ish mm, right. still coming up. Yeah. So I must not have like silenced it, and then here it go, ding, like ringing or whatever. Oh and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And it was in a very important scene, so I had to like acknowledge it. Do you remember what scene it was? Uh, no, I can't remember which mm. scene Courtney might remember, but right. I just know it was like one of the original mm. p- pilot scenes. Right. Uh, so I'm like, I am so sorry, guys. <laughs> like, this never happens. I'm not unprofessional. <laughs> so if you hire me, and they were like, that's no, fine, whatever. So I go, and then I was like, it's it's Lila Rashan. Uh, mm. Lila Rashan is like iconic for Boomerang mm-hmm. um, and all these things. Um, so that was just random that she was calling me at mm. that very moment. Right. And so I silenced it and they let me continue. But Vicky was like, you're nervous. Step outside. Take a deep breath. You are worthy. She was like, you deserve to be here. You're an excellent oh, actress. She, she is like, such an amazing caster. I, I never that. forget Vicky Thomas. Shout out to Vicky because, you know, and she's an African-American woman that's also short and petite, just like me. <laughs> and I'm always like, yes. For the little people. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just encouraged me and was like, you got this. She was like, just go in there and do you. You've got this. And so I took a deep breath. I was like all emotional because I felt like they were going to look at me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I came back in and I killed it. Like I mm-hmm. killed that audition enough to I got the call back. And I remember like the camera test or the chemistry read with Omari. He um, he and I were doing it. Anthony Hamilton was there. Everyone was there. And he tried to walk away from me or something, or mm-hmm. grab like, and I grabbed him. I was like, "You will listen to me, like very <laughs> touching." And, and I yep. just remember going like, it was like an outer body experience. Yeah, you just did some because shit I was like, you, exactly, because right? yeah. I, I wasn't afraid. And if you want it, sometimes you have to be fearless. Yeah, you just have to. And do so that cam that chemistry test with me and Omari was like the game changer and I, they called me an hour later Damn. I got it. yeah that was That's the fast fastest I ever I, I literally but the funny thing was I had audition and then three months went by and I was like asking my team like what's going on they were like oh you read too young you're not gonna get it 
And I was like, I can look older. I can be older. So I actually didn't get power at first. They told me that they wanted to, I don't know if you even know this. They wanted a more, you know, mature woman Mm -hmm. because my son was going to grow and they said I was right. too young to have a 13 or 12 year old son yeah, or something. Courtney talked about this originally time, I think so. yeah. was supposed to be like 15 yeah initially in the script yeah, that's right was supposed to be 15 he and they, was and they, 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 da- they brought him down yeah. so that you and Raina because it's mm. twins were like 12 or 13 yeah, but initially 15. it was like now Naturi can you have a 15 year old no I was 29 right. at that time so I was like okay well I'm still gonna just try to look older so they told me like oh you know you just look too young and I was like alright cool you you want body you want you mm. want maturity I'm gonna give you all of this <laughs> and I beat my face I brought these little little girlies out. I had well, a that's white. Mom, chill out. No, yeah. I know. But hey, he ain't blind. He know what it is. Uh, no, I'm just playing. But it was an all white to- uh, dress, like the Tom Ford dress that I wore in episode one. Mm. I bought an all white Hervé Leger. No, actually, it was BCBG. Uh, but it was like a bandage dress with these white heels. And I had got a wig. I did my makeup, and I tried to look like a little bit more oh, mature. White. You know. Godly. And I came in that room, and I was like. Because I was 29, but I was like, okay, you want 35, I'm going to give you as best I can. And they were like, okay. And then they changed the character yeah. for Tasha to be younger. Courtney and talked about that when she came on. Yeah, she literally yeah. said that they. Thank God she she Michael gave Michael me a down, chance. They, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Then no, it doesn't that, that happen every day. That show to show what you brought to, you know, the audition Thank that you. they literally changed because yeah. they're like, we need the, it, this. Is, now we need this it. Is Tasha. Thank you. No, it was. I mean, that's. But I'm so blessed because I needed that job, <laughs> and I also didn't realize at the time how. It would change my life forever. Right. Like, that I moved back you. to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That job like, crazy. Nobody else could have been it's, oh, thank you. It's hard as an actor to not put your self worth into what you're doing mm. in your career. That's so, good. it's why it's like you're, oh, I'm depressed, I wasn't working. And it's like, yeah. it's so hard to be like, I'm not working. Like, I. I'm still the bomb. Right. Because mm. you start second guessing. That's a very good point. You do start second guessing yourself. You start feeling like, if I'm so dope, why isn't anybody right. trying to hire me? But there's maybe I'm not so, the right roles, or exactly. it's so out of your control. But like then, obviously Tasha came along and like, oh no, they changed the script to make it work. But isn't that in. crazy? But I, again, yeah, it doesn't happen. Look at God. Yeah, and the fact that the creators have to believe in you, like yeah. just like I said with Little Kim, I wasn't a rapper when I, I didn't come into the audition like perfect. Right. But a lot of times, casting directors, creative people, producers, writers. They, if they're good, yeah, they, they are see creative that you could, yeah. enough to be like, all right, let me squint. I could kind of, because mm-hmm. you have to, I mean, everybody doesn't walk in. I wouldn't have ever thought Denzel Washington would be Malcolm X. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I never would have, like, growing up when I saw Malcolm X and I was like, oh, shoot. I mean, he's like three shades darker, mm-hmm. a totally different look, but he literally is the only person I can imagine. Right. He transcended, like, you know, that role, like, he he went into it where you believe he was Malcolm. Yeah. So I took Tasha on and Little Kim in every role, like, all right, let's just go hard. Yeah, I'd go hard or go home. Mm-hmm. And... I moved to Brooklyn, and that's that. that was the uh, end of my LA days. Uh, and wait, I you, was do, like, do you remember the call specifically? What they said? What literally, your reaction, where you were? the exact call. I was coming down. You know where? Uh, so I was driving from the audition, the mm. camera test, the read, or whatever. Yeah. And I was on um, uh, Highland Boulevard. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like coming around. You know where you're trying to get on 
to get back because I lived in the valley. So right, I had to yeah, take, you go on the highway. To get to the 101 yep. to take to the 170. I know exactly where that is. So I'm t- on high, like Highland Boulevard and I'm coming around. I'm driving in my little car that I drove from Jersey. And then uh, they were like calling me and I was like, hey, it went pretty well. They were like, yeah, I think it did go pretty well. Um, you just got the part for Tasha St. Patrick. And I was like, ah. and I'm driving, like trying not to have yeah. an accident. I'm yeah. like, are you, are you serious? What? I'm going to be going like um, 300 miles an hour. No, like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but LA traffic stopped me from doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all know LA yeah, traffic easy. sucks. Right. But anyway, so when I got it, I was like, oh my gosh, like finally, I was crying in that car. Right. And I was Suffers, by myself yeah. just thinking, this is, <laughs> this is finally the moment where it kind of validates all right. the hard work, mm-hmm. all the struggle. Moving away from my family. Mm-hmm. I had no one in LA. I didn't even know anybody. Right. Like I, I didn't have someone to be like, can you help me out? I got my own apartment. I figured out how to get across country. I had, you know, made like one or two friends. But the truth is like, I finally felt like it was all worth it. The struggle was real, but it was all worth it. I the love struggle, that. The struggle is always worth it. Man. Yeah. It builds character. It teaches you a million lessons. Mm-hmm. And it just, just gets you ready for Stage, yeah, it's ready for the stage, and you know, it's not always easy, but that so that changed my whole life like, literally, changed my whole life. That is so dope. So, then, how much longer after that was your your first day on on set, or like, you remember table reading 2013? I feel like I don't know when, yeah, because like we started shooting 2014, I got the part in the end of 2013, but we didn't start shooting, I feel like, until 2014. I don't even know. Yeah, it's I, really, I'm trying yeah. to remember, yeah. or maybe it was 2013. I think it was 2013. Just, yeah, 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 right? It okay, was okay. So when I got the part, they were like, okay, you got to move to Brooklyn. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, trying to figure out where I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. But I, it took like maybe like two or three months before nice. my very first day on set. Uh, I feel like it was November 13th or November something, 2013, right? Yeah, because that was usually the power schedule, November yeah. to... Yeah, we used to, to like, shoot yeah, in the March. dead of winter. Yes. And then we would air in the summer. Yes. And I was always was irritated about I that. Know, I, think, I like that schedule. Yeah. You yeah. liked it because you ain't had to be walking around with no clothes on. <laughs> when I was wearing like bustiers with no coat because we couldn't yeah, wear fur yeah, right. at yeah. that time. And I was cold as shit. That and I'm like, true. damn. I know, we used to have but to walk from, like, from hair and makeup in stage one across the lot to mm-hmm. stage... Uh, 13 where yeah, Choate was, yeah, was we yeah. would have to walk oh, through the snow I'm like this is a, this yeah, a nightmare crazy. Right? Yes, that's but that was like, weird too and like our schedule is so weird like we like we, yeah. we film in the summer and we wearing like fur jackets yeah, in like 80 degree weather now we wear Montclair's in like in like um, June yes. yeah, oh weird. tell the people right. now we're wearing Montclair's I know this is bullshit this is bullshit complain about wearing Montclair's complain about the Rolex was so cold on my hair it's like these red bottoms hurt my feet in the snow. <laughs> All right. I deserve that. I you, deserve that. Yes. You set yourself up. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Thank you. Trust Thank you for me. calling me on that. I had to. But no, we are very grateful of and course. very blessed because at the end of the day, we walked to a job. Right, right, right. In the cold. In the cold. But it, I do I remember shooting in like, I feel like back then, remember how power winters were worse? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. winters were worse then. Mm-hmm. I mean, winter's bad now, but maybe it just... Because nah, I'm not going to lie. Back then, winters were, like, blistering, Like, we like, were cold, actually in, like, sleet. real sleet, snow, yeah, like, and still uh, shooting. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for Joe. Joe Shakur had all the, like, outdoor scenes with mm-hmm. the Mustang. Outside. Thankfully, mm-hmm. Tasha was uh, a wife and a mother. <laughs> I was indoors <laughs> most of the time. He wasn't running the streets too much. He wasn't I, running the streets I mean, too if much. I did run the streets, I had, like, you know, a cute yeah. little something, but it was hard. 
hard. Mm. But I do feel like when we started, um, let's see, 2013, it was we shot only eight episodes because we didn't get picked up for 10. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a 10 episode order. We were a new show, so we were like the tiny little underdogs. And I think stars, which way before Lionsgate and all that, didn't, you know, didn't know what this could be. Mm-hmm. They were oh, like, yeah. all right, well, let's see if this is going to work. Mm-mm. They really didn't. Yeah, Except yeah. for 50, because yeah. 50 always knew. <laughs> if he was here, he'd be like, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I always said, didn't yeah. I say seven no, seasons? I, I, I said we're going seven <laughs> seasons. Yeah, That's literally what happen. he would say. <laughs> so much respect, because he's right. Because uh, everything happened. And Courtney, too, she had the vision. But at the time, I was like, all right, let's do it. I didn't know what it could be, but I always felt like something about the energy that Omari brought, that you brought, that like the family, you know, Joe and Leela, like it was kind of like this little small, intimate family. And we were slowly touching people like with our stories. And season one was not so much like a huge success. Season two was like, all right, we're building steam. By season three. Oh, man. We could not walk the streets. Like, it was oh, yeah. a whole... It was over with. It was like, a wreck. Season one and two, like, I could get away with telling people I'm not Tariq from Power. Like, oh, yeah. like, are you Tariq from Power? Like, nah, I get that a lot, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Season yeah. three, though, it was over no, with. They not like, you. They'd be like, yeah. you Tariq from Power? Yeah, I'd be like... Yeah. And they don't, yeah. they they were like angry at different things that he was doing, that I was oh, doing. What? A lot oh, of season yeah. one and two, I got a lot of flag. Tasha and specifically because they were like, you just a gold digger. You don't believe in ghosts. You don't stand up to him. Like, he's trying to expand himself. Uh-huh. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, but I'm here. I'm right. here. Like, I'm, I don't write the show. I was right. like, I'm just playing the character. Right, right. Uh, but Tasha, in the end, was always the one who supported ghosts, got him out of jail, protected his kids, protected her, her kids and his kids, protected him and in the end, tried to save his life in different ways. I didn't want him, you know, to get killed by his son, but, you know, things had to happen the way they happened. But the stories were so good that people started creating their own worlds, like the Power Power Saturdays or mm-hmm. Power Sundays, whatever day we came on. I think we started on Saturday. We did start on Saturday. We, we- yeah, then we moved Sundays. to Sunday. Was it, was it Saturday? We used to be Sundays? on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget June 7th was our premiere because I have the poster. It is June Saturday, 7th Saturday. on Saturday. But then we moved to Sundays. I feel like that became like our thing. Then people started doing parties. Yeah, power, power parties. Power parties and stuff. This was pre-pandemic yeah. when everybody would get in groups and be like, yo, you coming to my house? Yep. Power is Sunday. It's a wrap. And 9 o'clock, it was on and popping. Hell yeah. So, I will never forget the first day on set. Like, the first day I walked on set, I was so amazed, bro. Because, like, obviously, like, I have experience. I know. How old were you? I was I was 12. I was 12. I was 11 turning 12, Jeez. I think. Yeah, yeah, 11 turning 12. And, like, I just walked on set. And obviously, like, I have experience. Like, I've filmed on the studio. I've, I've done, like, green screen crazy cool shit. Like, mm-hmm. for my first movie, I, Mundo, I was, like, doing green screen swimming shit. Like, it was all type of cool shit. But, like... Bro, I got to, to Steiner Studio, bro. I walked into the penthouse, bro. That penthouse is beautiful. I was beautiful. like, yo, what? Yeah, that was your first scene. Yeah, literally my yeah. first scene. And then yeah, like, me too. And then, like, we was just chilling that day on set. Like, we were just chilling on the couches. Like, just relaxed. Yeah. Like, it literally felt I like we I was just... I think I was cooking bacon and yes, eggs. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what it was. I was always I cooking. Was, yes, Uncle yes. Tommy was Uncle in Tommy there. Uncle Tommy came yep. and he always eating my food. Yeah, exactly. I wow. remember that day, like, vivid. Like, I, I, for some reason, it, like, the chemistry just clicked. Like, the it first was. scene we did, I was just like, But the dopest thing is our table reads. Yes, Chemistry yes, yes, and yes. energy. Oh, I miss him so much. Man, the table reads. Please, like, we had to bring table reads back. I was in awe. Isn't it amazing? 
like when like Jerry was there, you were there, Fifty yes. Omari, and then Mike. you got Shane. He's fucking yes. he's like narrating everything. Oh, and his mouth part. was on the floor at Steiner. Like my first episode, I was yeah. like, oh my. And then God. like when you see like certain people like hit like certain like lines, and then like you see like a producer or like a director like right. look at someone, and they're like, right. oh yeah, that's fire. Yeah, like, it's like it's just or like you get the react. It's almost like yeah, live you get theater. Reaction. Yeah, exactly. Right. You get just reaction. like a play, reading it in a tabory setting gives off a play energy because even the producers or the writers may take notes. They're laughing. They're like, oh, that was actually something I didn't expect to go that well. And you can improv. I feel like, you know, the industry is has changed, but I think we should fight for it to come back. Yeah, because for fighting for actors, for me, I believe in the creative process. Mm-hmm. If you don't give actors the creative process, you're not getting all of what they can give you. Right, yeah, you you might get these lines and it'll be good enough, mm-hmm. but tabories and rehearsals and right. director rehearsals, it's like literally breathing air into the characters. Agreed. And when we started Power, we had the chance to do that. That's mm-hmm. what made it so special. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was amazing. The freedom so. they gave, they gave everyone like would just to find your way. Yeah. With their characters yeah. is just dope. Like everyone yeah. was just able to shout just out try to Courtney stuff. and yeah. like all the writers. I just think about how even like what you said, changing the character. For me, I get emotional sometimes when I think about how Tasha was a godsend, not mm. just financially, but like emotionally. And as an actor, I got to do so much from being this badass, sexy, dressed to the nines woman to being like cornrows, lashes in coming jail, off right, yeah. in jail, to then coming out with sex, having a, you know, stop you from killing your daddy. And then like all these things that happen and even like me having to kill Lala, you know, my best right. friend, Lakita. Yeah, yeah, when you got that, that crazy. shit Were you was, like, fuck, that was, I was crazy. very hurt. Yeah. And it was very hard for me. Like, mm. and honestly, I even on the day like having to shoot a gun at her right. it just I, feels weird it just feels really weird even and I was also like, like really frightened because right. I'm like are y'all sure this gun yeah, is not that yeah, gun because like, like you can't play um, especially as you can see now so many accidents on set have right. happened and we can't play like that mm. but it was emotional because you spent Lala was you know Tasha's best friend and also yeah. my friend from day one Right. the day ones of this universe are something that I was still attached to so even talking to Courtney and, and Gary Lynn I was like I'm having a hard time digesting this. And they were like, this is power. Like, this is unfortunately, you know, the world, people were dying every day. Like, right, the streets yeah. dying every day right. in LA. Um, sorry. <laughs> but no, like, it was real. In Steiner Studio. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, Yo, Steiner Studio. Anyone was like, anyone could go. Yeah, anyone at any so time. So for me, was I was always like, reading the scripts, sometimes I would just be like, okay, I'm good. my name's still there. I'm good. Okay, <laughs> okay now I'm going to go back and read it because yeah. you often wonder, are mm-hmm. you going to be next? Right, um, right. And they used to say that like what is our, who's next or something right. like that with mm-hmm. power so there, there used to be the walk pre-pandemic you used, you used to Courtney would call you to the office and, oh. you, and you walk by all the power posters yes. I, I've heard the stories from people and they're like literally the power posters in the hallway mm-hmm. and then you go to the office and you're like, like what's up Courtney yeah <laughs> whenever I was called to the office I actually thought I'm gonna die yeah. And it was, I got called to the office. I think like once or twice, maybe like. Yeah, me. It's like too. Michael, stop bringing girls in your dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He Yo. think he grown now. <laughs> I will never forget one of the like one of my first table reads. Omari, Omari must have had a sex scene. I don't remember what it was, but he oh. came in in a robe. I saw. That. I remember that. <laughs> and Fifty had the uh, 
the, the megaphone. The yeah, megaphone. The megaphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I remember him being like, um, uh, "You're late. You're late, Omari." And then, and then your turn. Oh. Like, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I do remember that he had a robe because he was coming from set. Right. Because mm. we would do table reads in the middle of the day on right. lunch break, yeah. which mm. is really hard to do. Yeah. yeah I literally had to do that last week. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, me and Michael of... always loved the table reads because yes. they would have the best yep, food. We had the food. We right. And we always sit next to each other too. We would right next to each other. Did you get the the shrimp? Oh, you see the lobster? You ain't get the chicken. You gotta try it. And then I'll be like, like literally on set and lunch or different. He'd be like, oh, did you try to? Oh, them things was hitting. Like whatever it was. We was the foodies on set. We are the foodies. You were a veteran, and then I remember like my first day, like had a plate. It was like this high, and then I came in, and Michael's like, yeah, no, this is what it's like. And I remember being like, this is great. Yeah, I was filling my backpack. I'm like, I'm like, this is how it is. We take a to go plate too. Yeah, no, for real. Like your mama need to. Everybody need to eat. Hell yeah, mama need to eat. We, we, everybody gotta eat. we were actually kind of spoiled. Yeah, like, like we, we, we were, were so spoiled. spoiled. Now they be trying to give you these pre-packaged Lunchables right. yeah, and then yo, treat, hit you I'm with like, the... And I'm like, stop I'm doing like, this. Don't do that. Don't tell me what size chicken wing I need. <laughs> I need three. Like, I don't I don't appreciate well, that. Well, think about what the show was doing for the network. Like, it, it was blowing stars up. Yeah, so That's so true. You gotta... Thank you for saying that. Right. Give us some lobster. Stars. Shrimp, we need all of it. But <laughs> stars became an app. You know, it wasn't always an app. Yeah, it was, it was literally... When we started, it was just stars. Right. By the time season three or four, maybe, mm-hmm. it became the stars app, right? And then it was like, you can watch it, you know, virtually or whatever on your, you know, device. And then you could get it and you could watch it a day early. People was like, oh, what? Saturday when they night, started yeah. that, yeah, the midnight? Over. Crazy. On demand, people Smart. went crazy. Mm-hmm. I actually thought that was a bad idea at first. Yeah. I, I was actually against yeah, cause, it. Because it was like, spoil, I was like, I didn't want it, people like, to spoil it. Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. I don't know, after a while. After a while, I was like, what could you really do? Right. What could you really do? And it, it, you can't contain excitement. Yeah. So the smartest thing to do was to build excitement. Right, build it. And by opening it up to people at midnight, they were like, well, I'm a midnighter. People would be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm a midnight watcher, early, so early, yeah. I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. And that just became a thing. So I you, got, like, you got to love the people that watch it at midnight and still don't spoil it for the people that didn't watch it at yeah, midnight. Yeah, that takes, that takes <laughs> true commitment. Love right. Thank you guys <laughs> for your patience. Thanks. So, so what was your favorite scene you ever did? We ask everyone this. But what was your favorite scene you ever did um, in Power? Or one that you just really remember was like special? Yeah, I feel like, honestly, at the end of Power Season 6, when we were in my Tasha's apartment, Mm -hmm. um, after the whole thing with Ghost, and they were trying to figure out who who did it, and I'm in this white dress, like a Balmain dress, I look great, he's about to go, you know, amazing. (laughs) I look fire. I look fire. (laughs) Um, And then... We're all, um, Baby Yasmin, I think, was there, mm. and Tariq. I don't know if, who else was there, but I was like getting, I think you were going to go to school. We are talking about you going to college, yep. and then the doorbell rings, eating breakfast, and then the cops come in, and they're like, Tasha St. Patrick, you've been charged with the murder of James St. Patrick. Yeah. You're being arrested. And I was like, go to school, Tariq. Tariq go to like, school. Tell them what really happened. Tell them, like, and tell them it that was I so, did. We actually yeah. were, it was so emotional yeah, because it, was, it felt like the end of an era. Right. That was, and, that, and that was actually the last day of our It was of, the of, last of filming day. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't just Imagine, like, the ending, last scene. Ending production on that scene. On that scene. That was a setup for Ghost. Yeah, That was like the setup scene. No, it was. And I was really crying. That was the last day of Ma, just tell him, like, you know, and it was emotional for yeah, Michael, bro. but it was emotional for me, and I took them cuffs like a champ, and I was yeah. like, no, go to school. Right. Live your bro. life. That scene, to me, felt like it was bigger than just a scene. I mean, also because I I became a mother on the show. Right. I had yes. a, you know, I had a baby, season four. Shout out Zuri. My daughter, shout out to baby Zuri. She's <laughs> almost five now. Yes, that's crazy. She is, I remember I, 
brought her to set. Yes, she was chilling. And she just loved Michael. Yeah, she, loved, she loved 50 too. 50, 50 was holding her. While we were shooting, mm. my baby was there quiet. And I was like, that's a good baby. I trained her. She knows set like, because she made no noise. Yeah. No noise. Uh, all, but bro. yeah, Zuri was just always around like show business. She's probably going to be a bigger star than I ever could be. Yeah. Um, mark my words. Remember, this crew has an interview in yeah. like 10 years. When you see baby Zuri but, going crazy. Yeah, so that scene was like, as a mother, I felt the emotion. Mm. As an actress, I felt like I had come full circle. I right. had the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the the dream job where you get to do all these different, you know, nuances and, you know, highs and lows of a character. I also felt like for our journey as, you know, as mother and son, mm-hmm. it was it was deep. Mm-hmm. I watched him grow into a young man. Right. And like knowing Literally. that Ghost was coming, you know, the show Ghost was coming I was just so proud of him, and I'm still very proud of you. I just want to say that, like, I, I am so. I'm proud of you too, but <laughs> okay, no, um, listen. Yeah, I, I, but yeah. you, you know, right. when you come up with someone and watching you just come into, it's not easy to step into this role. It's not yeah. easy to do this work. It's not easy showing up to work and killing it. Right. And you have really shined, and I just love you, and I'm so proud so of you. And I'm so, I said that last so, time. I said that last I feel like I feel like I birthed the sun, just like in a different way. Watch him grow up and then become number one in a show. Like that's, like, that's huge. Insane, so big ups to you, Thank Michael. Thank you, Mama. So, I appreciate so you. So yeah, so that was a, my favorite, my favorite and most emotional scene. That Second, was really crazy because we literally wrapped the yep. whole entire series. After Everybody that was scene, crying. Right? We right. was crying. What? I was crying. Cyberdo. The second to that, just real quick, I just mm, want to say yeah, yeah. the scene in episode season four, episode six, I think it was called. Um, uh, keep her anyway I said keep fucking her to uh, ghost in the car we're arguing and Angela is a fed and I find out and right. I'm like alright keep fucking her and then I say you're gonna keep fucking that bitch until I tell you to stop that is one of my favorite go That's back and watch like, that scene like, you remember that scene cause she's basically making she's a choice she's thinking about it like, I'm not gonna fight for my husband I'm fighting for the family and for the freedom and everybody and yeah, freedom. exactly and that to me was also one of my favorite that's favorites. gangster so, that's yeah. gangster right there those are some that's of my super, did, did you ever get in a script and be like this is a little much like when he was like uh, I forget what was the line we were talking about with Courtney last week oh um, um have some respect Josh. I just lost the love of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, which uh, when he was talking when Angela died, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Has oh. respect." I just, like, the love I, I just lost the love like, of my life. Did you ever read a script like what the fuck? Some of the stuff that he used to say, I'd be like, "You do know I'm your wife." <laughs> <laughs> like I understand we're strange and all that, but right. like I don't want to hear that shit. Right. Um, <laughs> like for real. But sometimes I would read. I mean, I guess like I said, the the Lakeisha kill was a crazy tough read. Uh, that was hard to watch. The Michael, the Tariq killing his father thing was hard for me hell yeah like reading that and seeing how like even seeing the episode to this day I, I imagine like Omar shout out to Omar Hardwick he always like I think shined in this role and we and could not be understand. we could not be right. Anything if it wasn't for Agreed. who he goes Again, with. I watched the quarterback. He was that so role. good. The quarterback. Like, his facial expressions. His, oh, his face eyes, does eyes, so many yeah. things, right? Eyes. You don't have to say a he word, but he'll nothing. just be like, he right. just look and you can say so, a thousand things without saying anything. I big ups, like, you know him because I actually became a better actor working with him. Well, he oh, used yeah, to keep he, me he, so on point and like low-key, like scared. I mean, and I'm I'm 10 years younger than Omar. So first day on set, he'd be like, you got this, let's go. Like, it was like football. Yeah. 
He's really the quarterback. He was really the quarterback of the team. He was. So I had to make sure I came ready. So that that to me was one of the things that I enjoy. But some of those scenes, watching him kill his father, just particularly also as a young black boy, seeing that and a a black father, it was hard for me. I was like, I don't want to see this happen. But it's also the world that we created was that it was cutthroat. Yeah. So Marley definitely made like. He definitely made everyone around him. Like, every street party he had, yeah. Like, even just, like, little shit. Like, I remember, like, like, I would be on set all the time, like... This is when my shit, my waves was like spinning, spinning. Oh, his waves I'll be brushing crazy. my hair like all the time, like all the time. No matter how your what waves doing, let me see your waves. Now, right now, I'm gonna cut my shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I can't even. Okay, I can't do that to myself. Right I'll now. show you mine, my right <laughs> <now>. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I see the finger waves, finger waves. Like literally, no matter what the scene was, like I would just be brushing my hair and like I was, I would be able to snap back into it. But like, oh, would just be like, stop brushing your hair, Rayman. Rayman, stop brushing your hair. You, you're all right. You got hair. You got hair and makeup for that. Yeah. They make sure you look good. You look good mm-hmm. already. You don't. You don't got to worry about it. Yeah. I'm like, he was. Right, he was get powerful. It. Yeah, nah, yeah. He, Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? You were getting ready to say um, something. Oh, no, Courtney. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, what was Last it? week you said uh, something that. We, I don't know. We were talking something about before, but Courtney had had brought up uh, something uh, with Omar, and I forget. I'm forgetting the now. line. The line was like, "Have some respect." No, yeah, but whatever. It'll come back to me. Yeah, It'll yeah. Come back. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. we had good times. Though it was a lot of fun. Man, yeah. It, who who was like one of your favorite people to work with? Obviously, besides Michael or Omari, or like, what was someone you get to say and you're like, "Oh, I like." That they died or this that you're like I wish oh, they they were there I longer. T- well, they're still alive. I mean, um, I loved working. Well. It was also like a girl crush thing, Lorenz Tate. Oh, the best. Like, right. oh my gosh, Love Jones was my favorite movie. <laughs> like, no bullshit. When I heard Lorenz Tate was coming to power. He, yeah. <laughs> he came in four? He came in four? Or three? I think it was four. Four, I think it was yeah. four. I feel like it was four. Uh, as a, whatever. Whenever, Whenever Ghost he, started like getting really deep into like the yeah, governor's shit, like the political stuff. shit, that's right. when it Lorenz was someone I've always said, if I could just like touch the hem of his garment, <laughs> because I've really loved him as an actor, but I was also like amazed by him. He's beautiful. He's aging backwards. His skin is flawless. <laughs> um, and I was just like, if I could just be near him. I gotta be like, hey, uh, and, and he's like a big brother to me, like obviously now, but I really liked him as an actor and I used to have a huge crush on him. So working with him and then even seeing Tasha and Councilman Tate's like banter, I just love their like energy together. And I was really excited to work with him. Um, let me see. Uh, let's see. Other guest stars. I mean, honestly, everybody uh, that came to us. I mean, so many have died. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I was literally rest showing the show. I was showing the show to someone uh, a couple nights ago, and then I was like, oh, that that person's dead. That person's dead. Yeah, like when they killed This was like season two. Sinqua Walls was another one who played Sean. Gosh, oh, was he was a right good there. jump yeah. off for Tasha. Yeah. He was a good side piece. <laughs> Sinqua. Yeah. He was a good side. And he, he became one of my closest friends. He was in our mm. wedding. Um, you know, I just got married. Shout out to my husband. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. yes. I'm a whole two. wife now. Shout out to two. Yes, my <laughs> hubby to Lewis. So I'm yeah. a Lewis now. Um, but yeah, so Sinqua, at the time of shooting, I just felt like he was just somebody I missed having the energy on. Right. Set. Mm-hmm. So when they kill people, it's not just the character. You kill you the person. Right, the you lose a friend. And right, you're like, yeah. dang, I love like hanging out with you or having lunch with you or yeah. you know, but fortunately the good thing, like with Lala, like I said, we all stayed friends. Oh, it was Howard a birthday yesterday a very, too. Yeah, shout out to Lala. Shout out to Happy Auntie belated Lala. I birthday. But yeah, she's like she's amazing. And that to me is what made 
even Courtney, like I call her, we will hop on a Zoom and she gives me advice even on another job. Right. Like after I kind of left That's why those. you got to love Courtney because like no matter what you're yeah. doing after the fact, like she's going to be there for right. you. And, she and will consistently you. support you. She supported me not just as Tasha, mm. as Naturi Naughton, yep. the actor. Yep. When I booked as Queens, I asked her, you know, the, the show I did uh, on ABC. Yes. It was like, okay, let's talk about it and let's see what the, you know, I was nervous to do another, you know, something outside of Ghost or, and right. it was good. It was a good opportunity for me to show people that I can sing yeah, and dance sing, and act dance. and rap you again. You a lot of shit. I know. Of, I was, was like, that was, that was I was working shit. hard. Yeah. Did Tasha always have the singing aspect to her or did Courtney go, no. Naturi can sing, let's put this in? She definitely put it in. Courtney always does that. Which was always so cool. She right. was like, because I think I wound up singing in like season one or two at my Tasha's like birthday party. Right. I was singing to Ghost, um, you know, Sweet Thing. Mm. And Tasha wasn't, wouldn't have, if they cast an actor that didn't sing, right. what they were they going to do? Yeah, they're, yeah. Not gonna, yeah, no. they're not going to throw that in. But it was cool yeah. because that was one of Tasha's dreams. You know, mm. she's just singing and she went to, you know, be an accountant at one point. So I think she always infused different realistic things in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Courtney's so Courtney, good at yeah, that. She's the best so at that. Like, she just feeds off of like what you're, What's like, real? What you're naturally doing as a yeah. person. Like, oh, yeah, me, Which makes it organic for you, right? And that's why people just gravitate towards all these characters. She's a fucking genius. Literally a freaking genius and everybody that we had on the power team has a lot of them have become family to me like I will never forget any you know from down to the crew crew has it yes sir we had the best crew ghost crew power crew that is a fact all of the crews like our camera our DP our directors we are literally like I think in a world in this bubble that you don't get as an actor like I've done other shows I just did one yeah that's what I was gonna ask what was the it was the energy just different from it always is it always is very different like Like I said we were spoiled on power I mean obviously we, we filmed this show you know eight Nine years, ten years, yeah. but like, even like when I was filming my Italian movie, I was I was living in Italy for a year and two months, and I was mm-hmm. seeing the same people damn near every day for that whole time. And right. Like, mm-hmm. And there's not like it's nothing like near the same yeah. as just like the the family like the, the family energy that we yeah. get like. On, yeah, on my show, <laughs> other shows, it definitely feels a little bit more like. I don't know, you just at work. It feels work. just business. It just yeah, feels like, right, like you're here to work. That's how I felt I was on Orange and New Black. It was like business. Yeah, you do what you're <laughs> supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I mean, Queens was fun. I got to work with uh, iconic people like Brandy and Eve. It was super, Fire. super dope. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I mean, no complaints, but it definitely, it showed me that network TV is totally different right. than mm. cable premium. Like what we can do and say, even down to like, change, do you know that on ABC, when I was working on the show, down to the, like the word yeah, the. Yeah, they approve it, right, with the network? Yeah, but if you can't, if you're not saying exactly, like, I went to the store is the line. And if I say, like, I'm heading to the store, to a store. No, no, no. I went to the store. Oh, my gosh. So, so you like, can't say D-A, like you can't say the. Nah. No, it's the. And, like, certain things, you know, obviously network is different. So <laughs> for all those who think, like, oh, it should be, it's not easy to right. do. And to, to go into both worlds, I had to, like, reset my brain and be like, oh, this is not stars. This is not my power family. This is not me. And and I built a new family, and I love the ABC family that I made, right. and the creators, they were wonderful. Uh, shout out to Zahir McGee, the writer, and all of them. Like, it was great. But I definitely understand that you have a certain protocol mm. that is very different. <laughs> 
You gotta uh, follow it. Then here yeah. on like some place like Stars, which is cable, and you can be free to kind of express parts of the character. Right. Mm. In network, it's like you do what this character say mm-hmm. and stay in those lines. Yeah, I haven't done network in so That's long, crazy. so that but we've only been have doing ghosts for a while. Yeah. So there was a scene me and Michael had like a couple weeks ago where we were filming it, and then the writers like came up to us. We did like a bunch of takes, and they're like, um, "We got one take with the, just the normal dialogue." And they're like, "Okay, thank you, finally." For giving us at least one. Yeah. The whole time we were changing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like, Can you please just give us one? And yeah. like, that's yes. fine. Because you us. won't get that right. anywhere else or a lot of places. I'll just say that. So be 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 right. grateful. Be yeah, yeah. Um, be good, but though. but I also think it helps you stay sharp. Like on your toes, because if you have too much freedom, I always believe in actors. You have to know how to do both. Don't don't take freedom for granted. Right, right, freedom right, doesn't right. mean you gotta know how to don't stick to, stick the, to the script. Because right. mm-hmm. the script is written that way for a for reason. Me, yeah, Those yeah. writers actually sat and thought about it. So I I respect writers so much now that I'm like, yo, that's why. Like when you curse somewhere, it's, it's intentional. It's music. If there's a high note, but if you put a high note everywhere, we won't appreciate the lows. Yeah, in the right, middle. Exactly. But if you curse. In a certain line, like, yeah, you know what? I'm fucking leaving you. If I'm saying I'm fucking leaving you, that's different than I'm leaving you. When it says I'm fucking leaving you, mm. I have left you before. Mm, right. mm. There's history there. I mm. am done with your ass. Mm, right. Don't, I'm like having like flashbacks. No, that's really a fact though. Like, when, when but you say it that, is that very fucking different. Leaving you, that's like, the, I that's am the pain fucking behind leaving everything. you. Right. It's different than like, you know what? Everything. I'm leaving you. Right. Because it depends on what the history is. Mm-hmm. So writers know what they're doing. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to just trust them. 100%. We got some fan questions for you, Naturi, and then oh. we'll get you on out of yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. See what the fans um, are talking about. What the fans <laughs> saying. So we I got uh, um, Ashley Ochifu, and she asks, what's your favorite um, and least favorite quality of Tasha's character? Mm. Ooh. Um. Okay. My favorite quality about Tasha is that even when she's down, she finds creative ways to get back up. Right. She is one of the most resilient characters. Even, like, when she was in prison, even when, you know, they were losing money and they had to come up with $3 million to get ghosts out of prison, even when my son was, like, almost going to go to jail. There's so many things that Tasha does that I think make her one of the most resilient characters. Mm-hmm. She's like that bug that you just <laughs> try to squash like a roach, mm-hmm. but you can't get right. it. Right. So that's one of my favorites. Uh, one of my least favorite things, um, uh, I guess one of my least favorites is that she will kill some of the closest people to her if she's threatened. Like, I think sometimes I wish Tasha had a little bit more of a conscience. Mm-hmm. Like, she is gully. Like, she a little gangster. Not that that's... It's good and bad, but sometimes I'll be like, dang, really, Tosh? Like, really? You had to do that? Like, like you really had to do that? So (laughs) I guess parts of me don't like some of her, you know, gangster ways. Mm, Let's see. Mike? Uh, Champagne Kez. He asks, what's the hardest scene you've had to prepare for on Power? Um, The hardest scene I had to prepare for... Well, um, because I spoke about one, but I'll speak about another scene. Actually, we actually did this scene in the graveyard late at night when I was about to get, when you kind of betrayed me and tricked me into going into into Whitsack. That was season one of Ghosts? No, that was one. Yeah, that was like the end of one. Yeah, okay. So the end of of season one of Ghosts, when I'm thinking I'm meeting Tariq, Uh you know, at um, Raina's gravesite, to, to run away. Mm-hmm. We're going to run together. And he's like, Ma, right. no, like, 
You gotta be safe. I gotta protect you. Because he knows things that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that was really hard to, you know, prepare for because I was like, dang, I don't want to leave. Like, mm-hmm. my son, like, I can't leave. I can't go and be safe and be wondering if y'all are safe. Because right. Tasha's always been a protector. Yeah. So that scene was tricky for me because I was like, how does a mother leave? And then, like, I had no choice. I mean, and we were doing it to, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it was it was late, late and cold, and we cold. were tired. That shit was hard as hell. Yeah. But we did it. it. Shout out to Rob Hardy, the Facts, director man. of that. Man, Rob, Ooh, Rob, 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 Rob always one of my right. favorites. He's Rob my favorite director. Right. He's, He's like one of my favorite directors. Yeah, he did. Definitely. He did uh, two hundred one and two hundred ten of Ghost last season for yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah, did he? Yeah, yeah. For everyone that did He's, not know. And he's also worked on Power. He did. Yeah, he did Power. Ghost. He did, right. he did Anthony Hemingway did. Uh, I think Ghost. Like, did he do any on Ghost? Or maybe no. That was the end of Power. Anthony did Ghost. He did. He did the season finale. Yeah, he did the first episode. That's what I thought. Okay, he did the pilot of Power and he did the pilot of Ghost. Isn't that crazy? And he did the season finale, the series finale of Power. Series finale of When I got arrested. Yeah, he did the series finale. That man is amazing. So shout out to Anthony Hemingway as well. So yeah. Um. Okay. Legacy for Xavier said, "Were you shocked when Ghost put his finger on your forehead in that one scene?" Because we talked about that last week. We were like. So unplanned, right, right. so not written in the script. See, that's the type and of shit that be killing dope. it, though. Like, cause that, that's what you. you did in your chemistry read. You did some shit yes, like where he's right, trying to walk away and grab me. Like, like right. that's you just unexpected what, shit. Exactly, but literally in the scene, this man put his <laughs> two fingers <laughs> and my head, like legit, went back, and I looked at him like. <laughs> What did you, did you just mush it? <laughs> I have never felt so shocked. I wasn't acting. Mm. There was a refrigerator. He pushed me against the refrigerator. All of that was real. Like right. I was, I was like, don't get slapped now. Like <laughs> I will slap a motherfucker. Right. Um, but that scene was so not planned. Mm. I was absolutely shocked to the question. <laughs> but I loved it when that meme was going. Like remember mm, the right. meme was like mm. all over. Yeah. It's still like, everywhere. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like just you see him going like this. Yeah. I, I think that those are, again, to Amari's credit, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. He it's probably didn't even know it was coming. He probably yeah. just did. He like, just he probably did just it because he was like, sick of me. He just felt it in his arms like... <laughs> it's like, what, if I could just—that's uh. such a gift as a scene partner, though, because Beautiful. you locked right in. Like, mm-hmm. there's no other thought in your head other than what the what fuck, the fuck? Yeah. right? But and I loved it. it. So you didn't, you those didn't are, that's yeah. a special that power. He didn't do it during the rehearsal. No, so he just waited until one of the takes. Absolutely not. Oh my and God, if I was prepared crazy. for it, I probably would have ducked or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he mushed the shit out don't of me. Hit the and it was, don't hit the wig. Don't hit the wig. Yeah, but a lot of those things happened on power. Like, right. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it still happened to this day that you have to just be willing to roll with it. And yeah. when he did it, I was like, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, actors sometimes get sensitive. Like, I wasn't supposed oh, to Oh, you didn't tell me? Like, what the fuck? I like that. I mean, obviously, I mean, don't hurt a person. But you should be able to react. And the reaction is real. My yeah. reaction wasn't when you like expect something, mad. Like, yeah, like when you expect something, it's just like, yeah. all right. But like, sometimes it's just like when you surprise them, it's like, oh, I like, was like just okay. like yo, know, her reaction was literally like right. real, very bro. authentic. Like, <laughs> I love stuff like that. that was was there any other specific moments you remember like that that happened that that popped right out to you? Or? Um, let's see. Me and Joe Shakur, we used to have these 420 texts where we would go smoke mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I didn't know how to smoke weed at the time. <laughs> so this is funny. I really 
don't even really smoke like that. So I'm like a novice. Mm. So when they showed me and Joe was like, okay, you got to like pull like this. And, and I'm like, what's in this stuff? Like, right. just make sure am I really going to get high? Like, <laughs> I was like, I told you I went to Catholic school my whole life. <laughs> but I'm over here like smoking the L. People think I'm a like legit like expert. <laughs> yeah. And I like kind of did something. Like we we started laughing and choked. Like I choked. I was like, are you serious <laughs> about that shit? <laughs> and I did something. It was like season three of Power. And it actually was perfect. Like the, right. And he was laughing. We started laughing. It was like, hand me the joint. You don't know what you're doing with that. Uh, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But in reality, I did it. Right. But the shit worked. Like the me trying to pull a blunt mm. and I pulled too hard was mm. not something. I didn't plan on it going that way. But they used the tape. Right. That's, That's so good. That's, That's so fine. good. You yeah. It's a real you, moment. You love real moments. That stuff like that. Yeah. That's the best. So That's that was the best cool. Right. You got yeah, one. another one. Let's see. I like uh, this. Elise Copeland. She okay. asks... What were your thoughts on the infamous ghost ghost quote? I'm guessing the the infamous ghost quote. Um, yeah, I just lost the love, love of my, my life. Tasha, have some respect. <laughs> is that the infamous ghost quote? I, I, I mean, just he has like so many so quotes, many. though. Yeah. But that one right there, that, like that's just like say, that's just, that was just savage, though. He said a lot of things. Okay, well, we talked about. So that was I just lost the love of my life. I feel like there was something else that he said. I mean, how were my thoughts on it? it was like. Why are you telling me? (laughs) I don't give give a fuck. Like, I was was looking at that like, I was supposed to be the love of your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm the one that's still standing here keeping his family together, holding it down, keeping you out of jail, keeping our son safe, keeping our children safe. We already lost our daughter. Like, I guess my character and in-character mind, I was hurt. You know, there was a lot of vulnerability that I think Tasha hid, you know, right. and she did get to show it a little bit as things started to break down. But real talk, how much is a woman supposed to take? Yeah. So that that kind of hurts my feelings. That is a fact. That is a fact. Yeah. But, how much is you know, that was an interesting Question. Actually, these questions are pretty fire. They actually some cool shit. Yeah, there's a, there's so many on the Instagram. If you go through them all, like there was yeah. a lot. But we use I usually just any pick, like, any four. good one. Any last like we, a really we, good we touched one? on a lot of them. But l- l- let me like, let me uh, that you feel this. like it's like a different and something. Are different. you are you on the Instagram right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm on right now. Let's see. Because you got a shit. What ton is you guys' questions. Instagram? Yeah, they, I gotta like follow. Yeah, Do you guys have an Instagram? Yeah, okay. the crew has it. Yeah, we got so many questions for you right now. Did the did playing the role Tasha change change or affect how you thought about life after the fact? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Ooh, did playing the role Tasha affect how I thought or saw life? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, even playing Playing Tasha has affected how I see life so much that, like, I feel like I got a lot of Tasha in me. Right. Um, It definitely made me more protective, like, as a mother. Yeah. You know, like, the family aspect. Even, like... Just in general, like, I don't play games with my family. Like, and I will do, like, the way Tasha would go up to, like, her daughter's school back when she was still alive to, you know, fight for her to be. I would do that for Zuri right now. But Tasha has given me a sense of confidence that I didn't know that I had. Or maybe I had it and I lost it and Mm -hmm. I got it back. Mm -hmm. Tasha also has made me embrace my beauty and mm-hmm. my sexuality as a woman. You know, I think when you play a role like this, you also have to like dig deep to to go hard, to be cutthroat, to be sexy, to do sex scenes, all of the things that she had to do and to kill someone. Like all those things, like it made me think about how precious life is and how valuable family is. When you become when you come in between a woman, a mother and her children, or a woman and her husband, or a person and their family, like however you want to put it, 
the like the wrath of hell mm-hmm. is coming for yeah. you. And like there's a lot of me in Tasha and there's a lot of Tasha in me. I do not play. I do not play about things like when I get serious about something, there's no turning me around. Like, I'm not playing games and I will tell a motherfucker off. (laughs) So I warn people, be scared of me because I'm not just that character. Be scared of Naturi and Lewis too because I don't play them games. Naturi don't play. Naturi does not play. And I will tell you to your face. I love that. Well, also, that's kind of what... and. A lot of shows do this, but I think Power does this so well, is they see something in someone, and mm. then they run with it. So, like, they saw a lot of, you know, uh, they see Michael and Trey Like, Tracy. how funny you are. Yeah. I mean, they saw your natural ability for, like, spontaneity mm-hmm. and, and improv. You're hilarious. Thank you. I with appreciate it. With the serious it. stuff, you find ways to... I just want to make sure I tell you that, because no, I've been meaning you, to you. tell you that. The last season of Ghost was so good, but I watched the dynamic, and, like, you find a way to make this brotherhood so natural. Right. But you're funny all while... Dealing with real shit, you're like, wait, you're gonna kill me? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, I, yeah. I, I've never sold drugs on the block before. Bro, and it's but so it's hilarious. It's so good because, like, the so scene could be so good. serious. Like, you know how sometimes, like, there'd be like a serious ass scene, and then, like, someone would try to add, like, something funny to it, and it just throws the whole entire scene off. Like, mm. you could literally do that, and, like, it would keep the whole essence of yeah, the scene. Yeah, you keep it like, going. You just find, like, I don't know how you so, do that. Thank you, bro. That's, 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 that's a skill. That's a skill. It's when Kane was going to, uh, I thought Kane was going to kill me when we were going to find the body. Oh. And I'm like, a lot of people would miss me, my obscenely large following on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like that, Wait, was that, that was in the script? Yeah, that, that, was, that was, I don't remember if it was in the script or not. I know Hilarious. I improved a couple alts, but I don't remember if that was in it. But thank you, no, I appreciate that. But yeah, they do the writers um, do such a good job of being like, oh, I see this badassness in Naturi. Yeah. Let's bring this to Tasha. Or I see this kind of little true, little badass kid. To, he's got <laughs> yeah. to, Michael's got a little bit of Tariq in him. Let's yes. go with this. So they do a great job of doing that. Because the Braden character was never funny. Mm. He, was, he, he was just meant to be like just a been boring, regular, like, boring kid. And then they started player. writing towards me. So they, they I got to give it to our writers. They do oh, such a phenomenal. good job of finding that. Yeah, out of, so true. And yeah, people. They, we're they, we're they very blessed. But I love you so much, Naturi. Thank you so much for coming on. We want to have you. Out of you. We want to have you come back on um, when uh, you know if Raising Canaan comes on or Ghost comes out. We want you to like we'll of recap course. episodes. So yes, everybody, you never know. Tasha's still yeah. alive. We, yeah, she Tasha's could be out there alive. somewhere. Yeah, we don't she, know. Yep. Come, they need to be a, like the where is Waldo? Where is Tasha? <laughs> where is Tasha? Right? Like literally, just go through the states. And be like I had a sighting. Right. They should do that. Actually, that'd be dope. <laughs> like sightings, like of me in a totally different wig with like <laughs> yeah. big shades, yeah. working out like, like a Target. Exactly. They'd be like, was that Tasha? No, that's actually a really. Where's Tupac? They're like, it's Tupac. I thought I saw him. No, but thank you guys so much. I'm very proud of of what you guys have created. The world of the crew has it. We just want want to bring everyone together. Like, what a great way to spend a day with someone and 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 holler at me whenever you guys want me to come back. You know, we out here. We're in Jersey. You know, we're in your hometown. My hometown. So. I have is, fun. It, is there anything you want to plug? Follow at Naturi Naughton on Instagram. It's nope. Naturi it's for real. It's at Naturi for real. Naturi so for real. At Naturi and then four, the number four, and then real, R-E-A-L. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Naturi Naughton nice. um, if you want to follow me there. And yeah, just continue to support and see what comes next. Yes. I'm, I mean, my show Queens got canceled, so you know I'm, I'm free and available <laughs> and ready to work. Pick my mama up. Uh, just holla at me. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm just I'm actually really excited just to focus on being a, a wife and a, and a yeah, mom. That's a new. It, it's a like new a whole chapter new, in life. A like, whole new chapter. Yeah. And so I'm I'm very blessed. That's fire though. Yeah. Congratulations. I love it. It'll it'll be you'll get there I one day. You know that you I'm you seeing. gonna settle down soon, Michael? Any wifey? <laughs> coming up? He yeah, like, okay, wifey. Oh, of, 
of uh, what On hour that note, is it? The crew has it. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> He's like, well, hopefully soon, man. You know, yeah, just, you gotta just, settle gotta, down gotta at some life. point. You gotta take but life you enjoy as it, as their youth. You. Right, don't you gotta have get fun. caught up. Oh, facts. Let um, me tell you, these chicks say they ain't all yeah. what they. It ain't yeah. worth it. Listen, my Keep, mama telling me so. Right. And if you want to, <laughs> if you want to date Michael, you gotta go you gotta through, go through you the tour first. Because I'm gonna be like, so cheap. What? You gotta, I go yeah. lie. You gotta meet like, like real, like real shit. Like when it really comes yeah, down to you it, should. like really right. the lady, like. You gotta meet three mothers. You understand? No, I understand. Four, really. You gotta meet the tour. Well, you first of all, you gotta meet my mom. Yeah, yep. First of all, Shauna Small, shout out. Shauna Small. Yep. Then you gotta meet the Tory. Mm-hmm. Tory. You gotta. Then you gotta meet Courtney. Yep. Yep. Because Courtney. That's my mom too. Like, right? yep. and then you meet grandma, and, 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 and then you the gotta moms. meet me, and you. I have to ask you if you have a sister. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you guys are fact. really good. This is really fun. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Shout out your uh, um, yeah, everything here, you got going um, on. The crew has it. Oh well, follow me on Instagram. Where's twenty two? Michael Rainey Jr. TikTok. Where's twenty two? Um, I just dropped a song produced by me, my boy <gasps> Wolfface Joey. <gasps> Yeah, we just dropped a song today. Oh, that's what's up. Um, yeah, it's called Shake It Out Now. It's gonna be oh, on. Can I can I get on like iTunes? Yeah, oh, yeah iTunes. I'm gonna download it. it. Oh, we're gonna shoot Whoa, the video soon. But yeah, so proud of you. Michael Michael made the beat for our intro. No, I know he's Michael, like yeah. super he's talented. Yeah. Yeah. Multi-talented. And then he's got a lounge in Jamaica. I also have a lounge in Panama, but you're just kidding. <laughs> Can you invite um, me? I'm trying to go to Jamaica with some it. friends. I need a hookup. Let's do it. Like, I need to go to the club. You got your lounge. I'm coming hey, back, to Jamaica. Coming back. to Jamaica. There's a whole power wall on the lounge. Yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah we're all on the wall. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh, I gotta go. I literally posted this morning. Yeah, like, will we wrap? Show me that. Okay. I don't really got nothing cool. Follow me at Gianni Vipil and look at my mediocre TikToks. Thank you so much. Michael, give us one. Give us one. Listen, listen. Listen, the crew has it, baby. The yes, crew has sir. it, and you have it. Shout out to Terry Non. We love you so much. Yes, thank my you. mama thank love. You. This is my mama thank right here. Thank y'all. This Don't is play with Yes. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Oh, so I, I wanted to. I wanted to mention this. Yes. I, I, I mean, I didn't want to mention this. Oh. I wanted to. I wanted to speak.